open wide and tuck in to Spoon It with Mark Wogan, the brand new visualized podcast where Mark takes you on a unique culinary journey, blindfolded. With a dollop of lighthearted chat, a spoonful of hilarious blindfolded food tasting, and a sprinkle of top tier guests like Jimmy Carr, Claudia Winkleman, and Joe Wicks. In partnership with Gressingham Duck, download their free recipe booklet for tips to dine in with Duck. Check out delicious new episodes of Spooning with Mark Wogan every Thursday. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to The World in 10. I'm Toby Gillis and I'm fueled by, officially, the world's greatest pizza. That's a weird way to start. <laughs> yeah, but I am very excited by it. <laughs> well, fortunately for our listeners, I'm Bhavani Vadi. You are. And I'm fueled by great stories. Not least, <laughs> The Times' investigation into British Hollywood actor Russell Brand, a diplomatic row between Canada and India, and another one Toby likes. Yeah, um, you can tell the two types of journalists you have today. I'm thrilled by Mice in Space. Let's just get on with it, shall we? Yesterday on The World in 10, we brought you detail of a Times investigation into Russell Brand, former Hollywood actor... Katy Perry's ex-husband and a British celebrity who now uh, makes his money as a YouTuber. He's been accused of multiple historic sexual crimes, including rape. It's become a huge story in the UK across all the media outlets and remains so. So what's the latest? Well... Branders over recent years become quite the spokesperson for um, alternative media. He used to be very left-wing, now he's moved significantly to the right and used his social media presence to build this huge following of people who basically distrust the mainstream media. Yes, but today YouTube has pulled its ads from brands of videos and couple that with several companies cutting ties with him you do wonder where the money's going to come from to fight the allegations all of which he denies yeah well that's the question we've put to the times is mario ledwith who's been covering the latest today it's sometimes hard to know exactly how much social media creators make online but this this will most likely have quite a big impact on brands finances he's got 6.6 million subscribers Uh, and many of his recent videos include paid promotions known as spawns in the trade and that's one of the easiest ways of making money there so where is brand going to get his cash from now well it's something that the times has been looking into today you might have heard about rumble yeah rumble is kind of like youtube but an alt-right version it's a platform for people who question lockdowns and vaccines uh and last year got a shot in the arm when andrew tate joined and praised it publicly Mm. and Russell Brand's been on it for some time too doing a daily live show. He does although that's not happened since the allegations surfaced though Alex Farber the Times media correspondent told me the relationship Brand has with Rumble means that's likely to end sooner rather than later. 
he has what he's described as a good deal. Now, that indicates that it goes beyond a simple ad-sharing relationship to a financial agreement whereby he is being paid to host his daily show. One major shareholder from Rumble tweeting today, urging his followers to go and find Russell on Rumble. So there is an argument that he could perhaps gain some traffic on that site. I definitely expect him to emerge again on Rumble. That is his fan base and his community. We'll know very quickly if he can take advantage of Rumble to negate his YouTube losses. Brand's currently got 1.6 million followers on the platform. If, I guess, that drastically increases when he returns to it, Brand will be rumbling all the way to the bank. Now, this next story is how the movement for a separate Sikh homeland in India is at the centre of a diplomatic spat with Canada. Hardeep Singh Nijjar was a Sikh activist and a Canadian citizen who was shot on Canadian soil outside a Sikh temple in a city near Vancouver in June. And on Monday, Canada's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said the country's intelligence agencies are investigating credible allegations that the Indian state was behind it. Canada has declared its deep concerns to the top intelligence and security officials of the Indian government. Last week at the G20, I brought them personally and directly to Prime Minister Modi in no uncertain terms. Now, Canada has said that if the allegations are true, it'd be a violation of its sovereignty and has since expelled a top Indian diplomat over the case. In a tit-for-tat move, India expelled a senior Canadian diplomat and it's called the allegations absurd and politically motivated. Now, here's a bit of historical context for you. Hardeep Singh Najjar was part of a group campaigning for a separate Sikh state called Khalistan in Punjab, the birthplace of the religion. And the movement for uh, Khalistan was at its peak during the 80s when there was an armed Sikh insurgency in which thousands of people died. Support for this idea may have lessened in India, but many in the Sikh diaspora continue to campaign for it. You can tell that you've done a degree in this. (laughs) Now, uh, India has been pressuring governments of three countries with sizable Sikh populations, Canada, Australia and the UK, to tackle what it's called Sikh extremism. But it's been most critical of Canada, as Amrit Dillon, who reports for The Times in India, explains. This really takes uh, relations between the two countries to yet another low. They've been bad for some time because of this issue of Sikh separatists being active in Canada. And now the trade talks between the two countries have also been indefinitely postponed over the various tensions. So things have really um, plummeted between the two countries. Bhavani, you've asked me not to, but I am going to start this next story with what I promised I was going to say in our meeting earlier. Please don't. (laughs) This is one small step for man, one giant leap for mice kind. I'm ashamed to be on air with you. (laughs) Yeah, but it literally is. Let me explain. (sighs) So one of the biggest barriers to astronauts completing long missions in space, say going to Mars, is because of low gravity, a Mm -hmm. human loses about 1% of their bone density for every month spent there. Yet one mission for a load of mice, which also saw them come back alive from space for the very first time, might have created a solution. So that bit's their giant leap. But the reason I'm calling it only a small step for man is because we haven't tested it on humans yet. Okay, I'm with you. (laughs) 
But this does feel like a significant development. Yeah, it does. Basically, the mice who spent four weeks on the International Space Station were injected with a protein which seems to have prevented that bone density erosion. Yes. Yeah, so when are we getting a human on this drug? Let's get an explainer from Times Science reporter Kaya Burgess. At some point, they will just have to schedule tests and see if astronauts would be happy to undergo it. I'm sure they would be. I mean, the International Space Station is essentially a, a laboratory hurtling around the Earth at 17,000 miles an hour. The astronauts are there to do science. My maths was if they're losing 1% of their bone density every month and it could take up to two years to get to Mars and back, that would be a huge amount of bone density to lose, which leaves you at risk of fractures and joint problems and so on. So this is one of the biggest physiological challenges to overcome. So would you go to Mars on this mission, Toby? Absolutely, definitely. In fact, my fiancé reckons I'm in the clouds already, so maybe that's some kind of head start. Can I agree with her? (laughs) Rude. Now, for weeks on The World in 10, we've covered the story of the Spanish football boss Luis Rubiales and his non-consensual kiss planted on Jennifer Hermoso moments after she'd helped her team win the World Cup. Today... It's an impossible story to ignore once more. It is. So yesterday, Spain announced their first squad since the tournament. And astonishingly, it included 21 players who've gone on strike over the row. But even after that, and after Rubiales quit, they say there's more the Spanish FA must do for them to feel safe enough to end their self-imposed exile. Yeah, I mean, what's interesting is that Amoso herself hasn't actually been selected. Yeah, but it's worth saying, Toby, that the FA says that's to protect her. Yes, I mean, believe that if you will, but that doesn't stop her being entrenched in the story, of course. So today we've got quotes from her accusing the Spanish FA of seeking to intimidate and threaten those who are on strike. And she's actually added that it's a manipulation and division strategy. And personally, I'm pretty sure this ludicrous power struggle will continue probably for months to come. Yeah. Okay. um, look, that's just about it, isn't it? We're running out of time. But as I head home to Chiswick in West London, I want to highlight an interview that The Times has done with the world's greatest pizza restaurant, Officially, You're very proud of this, aren't you? <laughs> yes, I am. It's a pizzeria in my hometown, <laughs> not Naples or literally anywhere else in Italy, mm-hmm. that has officially won Global Pizza Maker of the Year in the prestigious 50 Top Pizza World 2023 Awards. Yes, but you've not said its name no, yet, no, have you? No, that's deliberate. Um, It's one of my favourite places. And the article says it's being booked up to two and a half weeks in advance. So basically, I'm just trying to quash the interest, Bavani. <laughs> OK, fair enough. I know you love your food, I as I do. But <laughs> I guess only people with a digital subscription at thetimes.co.uk will ever find out the yeah, name of this restaurant. Yeah, definitely. Please don't Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Open wide and tuck in to Spooning with Mark Wogan, the brand new visualized podcast where Mark takes you on a unique culinary journey, blindfolded. With a dollop of lighthearted chat, a spoonful of hilarious blindfolded food tasting, and a sprinkle of top-tier guests like Jimmy Carr, Claudia Winkleman, and Joe Wicks. In partnership with Gressingham Duck, download their free recipe booklet for tips to dine in with Duck. Check out delicious new episodes of Spooning with Mark Wogan every Thursday. 